with the conclusion of NaNoWriMo, many new writers are finding themselves asking this particular question. Now what? What's the next step? You have finished writing your book. Now what? What do you do? In this episode, we're going to be talking about five next steps to publishing and how you can be a success as a writer. We became writers because more than anything, we wanted to share our stories with the world. But the reality is, becoming a successful author requires more than brainstorming, outlining and editing. We realized that without an audience, our books would never reach our readers' hands. So we have to take action. I'm Joanna Cole, and I'm on a mission to help you get your books visible and into readers' hands. To do that, we need to work together. You need to continue to write your story, and I will provide you with the strategies and resources you need to become the success you were meant to be. This episode is brought to you by Meet Your Milestones. It's my principal author planner store that specializes in author writing planners. Our most significant is our signature planner that is a genre-specific novel planner. As writers, we've got lots of notes while planning and editing our drafts. With the genre-specific planner, you can keep all your notes in one place. From brainstorming to publishing and marketing, the genre-specific planner has a section for every stage in writing and publishing. Visit milestones at jewishpages.com forward slash shop to browse from the wide selection. If you're a new writer, then this episode is definitely for you. Many new writers who venture off into writing for the first time, they want to get to the publishing process as all writers. We want to become a published author. But in order to get there, there are certain steps that must be followed, certain principles that you need to be guided along with. So when you've written that amazing masterpiece, it can be 50,000 words long if you participate in NaNoWriMo for November, or it can be 30,000 words long, or 80,000 words long, or 100,000 words long. Whatever the length of this manuscript, it's still an accomplishment. It's still an achievement that you have managed to do. And so knowing exactly where you need to go, what's the next step, is really important in the publishing process. So the first thing that you definitely want to do is study break. Writing a book, as I said, is a huge accomplishment. It's massive. So family members, they may berate you and they may tell you that you're wasting your time and that you could be doing something better with your life. But the fact is that you stuck with something for 30 days or probably 60 days or probably a few years. And now you have a solid piece of work, something that you should be proud of. So I say celebrate. I know many authors who set milestone goals for themselves and they have rewards when they hit each milestone. And this has given them the encouragement for them to continue writing and actually finish that book. So go out, treat yourself to ice cream or go on a weekend get- getaway at your favorite resort or do a movie night or even do dinner at a restaurant or something like that. Have a picnic. Make it memorable and make it something that you as an individual really enjoy. And even to, if you do have that one person that supports your writing, celebrate that writing of that book with that one person. One, two, three. How many of persons or many of friends that actually support your writing? Then you can celebrate your writing with that particular person or that group of people. But make sure and celebrate. 
The second thing that I want to talk about would be that now is the perfect time for you to find your ID readers to research your genre and really find out who really wants to read your book. This is a super important tip because knowing your ID readers means an increase in sales for your books when they finally do become published. It means that you can get better at writing because now you're going to know exactly what your audience expects from your book. And then you would know what to do, how to go about writing so that you can be able to give the audience exactly what they want. If you don't know who wants to read your book, then how are you going to sell to them? I've heard my share of authors, they're constantly telling me that they are writing their books and they're putting it onto Amazon and they're going to make money that way. And it's so unrealistic because even on Amazon, you need to put your books into certain categories. You need to have certain keywords. If you don't know what category your book falls into, it means that you're not going to know what keywords that you need to use. It means that you're not going to know what tropes actually attract persons and they're going to want to buy your book. It means that you will not know what persons love about a particular genre that you're writing, and then ultimately, they wouldn't know exactly if they should like your book or not. And so the foundation of your entire writing career and your book marketing strategy is based on knowing who your ID readers are. And that's something I focus a lot on making sure that you as a writer as an author as an individual that you understand who wants to read your book who is that ideal audience that needs your book in their life and that's one of the reasons why i created this course it's, it's surrounded around this topic it's embodied in this topic because it's very crucial to the success of your writing and your author career and so make some time to find out exactly who wants to read that book that you have just written. The third thing that we can talk about is to take a break and let the book rest. And I like to suggest that you probably like take a month off, an entire month, just to rest and to reflect and definitely not to think about your book. You deserve that much. After all, you have accomplished something less than 1% of the population would even accomplish today. Less than 1% of the persons who actually want to write actually get their writing done so you have done this big thing now take a break take a rest don't think about your book do other fun activities get outside take fresh air have a picnic enjoy time away from your book spend time with your family catch up on other things binge watch some television on netflix i for me when i'm finished writing a novel i really love getting out and just walking where I live, there's a stream behind our home, and it's supposed to be a river, but you know, global warming happens, so we've got a stream. But I love going up there and just like taking little walks, listening to the birds sing, seeing the forest animals, go about their daily life, sitting by the rocks, taking in nature, and it really calms my nerves. It distresses me. As a writer, you need to find activities that's gonna calm your nerves, that's gonna calm you and really rejuvenate you. So do fun activities. You are a multi-passionate person. You're not one-dimensional. You're not two-dimensional. You are a multi-passionate person and you no doubt would have other activities that you do enjoy doing. And so when you're not writing, when you have finished writing and you finish this first draft and there's 50,000 words sitting on your study desk, you need to do the other things that you love doing. And so I say, go do them 
do those fun activities and really enjoy taking that month off. So for instance, persons who have written in November, once you have done that 30 day challenge, now you have the entire December to just rest and reflect and not think about your book. 30, 31 days actually, not 30, 31 days of just resting and reflecting and enjoying other activities that you want to do. In December, it's around the holiday time, so you get to spend time with your family and with your friends. And so take that time, take those 31 days to really enjoy that moment. Because coming back in January now, you have a new year. It's a fresh start. Everyone is doing new things. They're setting new goals. And so probably in January, you can start setting the goal of you actually editing this manuscript that you have written in November. This episode is brought to you by the Target Reader mini course. Get 20% off your purchase, identify your perfect readers for your book, and put yourself on the path to writing success in as little as 30 minutes a week. You can grab your mini course at jewishpages.com forward slash mini course. Now, after you have rested and reflected on this novel for an entire month, rested and just done other activities, you want to come back after that month and you want to read your manuscript. So probably like in January or February, you want to sit down and actually read your manuscript. So we had Nano that went in November and you spent 30 days, you wrote 50,000 words. For those who don't know what NaNoWriMo is, it's basically where it's a writing challenge where you write 50,000 words in 30 days. So that's about 16, 67 words a day. And it's a really cool challenge to do because you get to have a completed or almost completed manuscript. Now what you're gonna do is you're gonna read it and you're gonna read it from cover to cover without editing or rewriting anything. You're just gonna read it with an open mind. This exercise allows you to see all the mistakes and all the plot holes and how your story flows and even the tone of the story. And so a month is gonna give you enough time to have fresh eyes to look at your project. When I wrote my first manuscript of 50,000 words plus, I gave it about three months and probably more. I really can't remember what the exact number is. But I know that when I wrote it in November, I did not look at that manuscript for a while. And so when I came back to it to finally start reading it from cover to cover, I came with a fresh look to see what this manuscript was all about. And I realized there were many gaps in the story, including the big gap of missing pages that up to this day I can't seem to find. And that's one reason why I would say save your work and make sure I'm back up. Because I have no idea where those pages have gone missing. But there are other gaps, other plot holes in the story that I needed to fix. I really love my stories. Still down to this day, I was able to improve to it. I was able to improve it. I was able to add to it. I had taken it from being a standalone into a trilogy, something that I kind of didn't want to do. But the story basically wrote itself. So I have a trilogy now. But reading your own first draft can also be very hilarious because you get to see all the typos and all the errors and all the inconsistencies. And you get to question your own reality sometimes. And you get to question the fact that you actually wrote those words. Sometimes when I'm reading my story, I pause because I am in shock that I could have written such a vital or masterpiece of a sentence. And I just feel really good that I have to read it over and over again. And maybe the readers are not going to feel the same way that I feel. 
But as a writer, I'm really proud of that line. It could be two sentences, two lines, whatever. I'm proud of that piece. So you want to just enjoy the story, read it from cover to cover, and have an open, fresh set of eyes. The next thing that you want to do would be to self-edit. And this is something that I remember I embarked on when I started taking my writing very seriously. All I wanted to do was simply write, and then I wanted to drop the book off by my editor and let her deal with that mess because it was a mess. Then I had learned that I had to self-edit my own story. Not once, but a few times. And I remember a self-publishing coach saying that when you are sending your work to your editor, you don't send the first rough draft. You send a polished draft. So basically, that 50,000 words that you have written in November is not the 50,000 words that you're going to be sending to your editor. You have to at least edit that two or three times to make sure that it is up to standard for the editor to edit. And it never really made sense to me because you're an editor and you're supposed to edit your work. But then I realized that as I edited my own work, I realized that my editor is not going to be able to make sense of half of what I had written because I couldn't make sense of it. So how can I expect them to make sense of it? And then it started all making sense to me. So self-editing is very important. Your second draft isn't about fixing typos or polishing sentences. No, it's all about structure. So when you start editing your work, you're focusing on structure. This is when you write new sections for those plot holes that you have found. This is when you cut the sections that are not necessary. And this is where you rewrite the sections that were necessary, but they were broken. So it feels like an excavation. You're chiseling away pieces of your book. You're discovering new treasures underneath the surface. I have found that when I reread my book a few times while I'm editing, that I get new ideas, new things to put in. I realize plot holes, things just sort of make sense and they can come together. And so self-editing is really, really important. Once the overall structure of your book is sound, only then can you start polishing, which means that you can start fixing the titles and polishing up the sentences. But the first round of edits that you want to focus on would be to make sure that the structure of the book makes sense. Basically, when you're self-editing, you need to do that about two to three times before sending off the editor or before getting anyone to read it. So you want to make sure that your, your story makes sense and flows properly. For a bonus step, and I actually did research on this, is that after, I didn't actually know this. So after you have done all this self-editing and you're sending off the editor, you can also, too, at this point, get your beta readers because those are the persons that are going to have extra eyes on your book. They're going to see things that you haven't seen. I have actually had beta readers in the fact that after I have edited a few times, I've gotten like my sister to sit and read to see if it makes sense. And then she would put in her input to say, well, this makes sense, that doesn't make sense. Why don't you do this instead? That's gonna seem more realistic, more plausible. So get a few persons to read your manuscript and give you back and give you honest feedback and criticism for the work and don't take it as an insult because I know writing your work is your baby but you want to make sure that at the end of the day your story sells and if persons are saying that 
just isn't really resonating with them, then listen to the honest feedback and criticism. And that's the bonus step. Basically, we've gone through six steps of what you need to do to get your book into the publishing stage. These are by far not all the steps because this is just a few simple things that you should input when you have finished writing an entire manuscript. Don't try to start editing one time because you are going to burn out and you're going to miss things. You're going to miss a lot of plot holes and story structure. So don't edit as soon as you have finished writing your book. You want to at least give it a break. One month, 30 days, I always recommend that you take away from your book and you do other activities that you like to do. If you are looking to find out who exactly your ideal readers are, you want to know who they are, you want to know who your book appeals to the most, then head across to jewishwishes.com forward slash mini course. As a mini course that is based on helping you identify your ideal readers. It's five modules and literally you can do the entire course in just half an hour every single week and you can finish the course within six weeks. So if that's something that you're interested in, then head across to jewishpages.com forward slash mini course. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode on the Book Blogs and Business Podcast Show. And until next time, keep writing. You were listening to the Books, Blogs and Business Podcast Show with Jew and Nicole. All resources mentioned in this podcast can be found in the show notes of this episode. Share this episode with your favorite social media platform and tag me. By doing so, you will help many of your other fellow writers to learn how they can get their books visible and into readers' hands. And one more thing, head across to your favorite podcast player and leave Books, Blogs and Business a review so that I can know how much you really love the show. I'm Jewel Nicole and until next week, keep writing!